0: Welcome to the Tossing Clubs Podcast. Next on the tee, your hosts, Frank Jang, Zach Moses, and Aaron Tan. Yo,
1: what's up, everyone? This is another week of Tossing Clubs. My name is Frank. We got Aaron. We got Zach. Uh, We're doing this episode a little bit late today because we've all have gone through a lot of just busy stuff in life, right? So uh, me, I will be coughing occasionally, so I apologize for that. I've just been sick. Aaron has had his birthday. Aaron, do you want to reveal how old you are? (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh big reveal uh 34 oh, so old <laughs> sometimes
1: i can't believe that
0: so old. uh you, yeah. do you
1: have a good birthday though
0: yeah it was great i got to play golf i got to see friends i got to we went back to chubby noodle that i haven't been back since that time that i forget if you were there frank but we kind of went about and it. yeah uh it was just as fun as it was the last time
1: and zach was in the city of conventions that's right baby that's austin uh zach tell us about your (laughs) your conference (laughs)
2: uh yeah conference is great marketing things at a conference in austin texas which was really bizarre i feel like you were there a few weeks ago and it was super hot and i got there and it was like 80 degrees and then three days later it was 50 degrees it was like a 30 percent drop in a couple days and i don't know austin's is nice though lots of good food barbecue tex-mex i enjoyed it did you see the bats there's no bats
1: (laughs) there's that oh my goodness there's so many bats under the bridge there's actually probably closer to ten thousand. if i had it what
2: we're talking about so there's this road called congress and there's a bridge congress bridge that basically takes you from like south of like downtown austin into austin and one of the tourist attractions is you go on top of the bridge or under the bridge like at dusk And there's supposed to be thousands of bats. Uh, And I've tried to do it. That was just once. I saw like two bats. But Frank's all about these bats. Okay.
1: It's crazy that you didn't see any bats. Because I just Googled how many bats are estimated under the Congress bridge. And it's one and a half million. So.
2: At all times during the year. Like are there off seasons for bats? Like. Weather wise, or anything that's cr- actually crazy, though.
0: Yeah, maybe they like migrate or whatever to different places. Uh, it's possible, but I think Zach just didn't stay for the sunset.
1: That's when the bats come out. It's literally an endless stream for a couple of hours. It's probably the number one tour item on <laughs> TripAdvisor for Austin. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if anyone ever goes to Austin, check out the bats. <laughs> at sunset
1: (laughs) 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 well uh this episode is going to be a grab bag of just random topics around the golf world because the pga tour uh it's in the part of the season that's a little bit uh but you know down nothing big no big events none, none of the big game uh sorry big names are out there right now but for some reason just recently it feels like we've been getting so many just random events regarding golf right and uh you know let's start off with the netflix club the netflix cup this was so interesting to me because it is a live event on the netflix platform and it is a collaboration between the f1 uh i guess like the formula one cars and their drivers with uh pro golfers like and these aren't just random like average pro golfers. These are big names like Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler. Uh, Colin Morikawa was supposed to be there but he had an injury so Tony, Tony Finau subbed in and Max Homa. Uh, so what, what, did you guys turn it on? Did you guys check it out at all? Was this something that you guys were interested in?
0: I I didn't watch anything live. Did you guys know that this was going to happen? Like, I had no idea until I started seeing like highlights on Instagram.
2: I had heard about it a little bit. I think it was kind of Netflix's semi entry into live sports in a way like they're kind of testing it out and they obviously obviously spent a ton of money on it because these are huge name go- golfers and, and big f1 drivers but despite all that I really had very little interest in watching and, and like you Aaron I kind of just caught a bunch of the highlights
1: yeah I had some pretty targeted
2: ads <clears throat> excuse me
1: targeted ads towards me and so you know I definitely saw some commercials about it I Actually watched it after it was live, so you can still turn it on Netflix right now and watch the whole event. Um, and I'll be honest, just watching through it, there's so many production issues for how grand it's supposed to be, and it definitely looks cool on the surface. There's just times when there's really awkward pauses between the hosts and the people who are playing on the you know course, and there, are, you know, Marshawn Lynch is in there, and he adds a you know a lot of flavor and personality in there um but it does seem just like as you would expect the first iteration of something that's a little bit new for Netflix and F1 and the PGA tour uh you know i don't know if you could hype up golf as much as they're trying to hype it up uh it's i don't know it was a hard watch for me i don't know why
2: yeah i think they struggle i mean like obviously the match has kind of been like this first entry into a lot of these more uh, general public based golf events that are more like less of a, you know, four day stroke play event and just like, here's some money on the line go out and compete and then get mic'd up the whole time. And I feel like Netflix struggled with having so many people like mic'd up at the same time with all the different golfers, all the different players or like influencers, announcers, everything. And then it kind of just got jumbled and you'd get weird sounds throughout the event or things stopped working. And, it just seemed chaotic and like crazy and hard to follow. And there just didn't really seem like a point to it other than you watch a celebrity that doesn't play golf, hit a golf ball, which is like golf. Guys I don't know. Them some more. people, Give them oh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Lando Norris is not bad. Right. Yeah. But, um, I think it's like, uh, I don't know if, that, if you guys find that interesting to watch. Yeah. I found it hard to follow. I
1: think on that point, because there are, eight players so there's two groups a lot of the spotlight is on group one and so you just wondered how Max Homa and Tony Finau hit their drives Uh, and they suddenly you know look at Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler Uh, they take uh, they really hone in on their complete hole and then suddenly oh you know Max Homa and Tony they're hitting their approach but what happened to the drive what happened to the drives of like the f1 drivers right uh so it i don't know it just it did seem a little bit chaotic so i definitely agree with you on that there's
0: also like one of the holes i saw it might have been the first one don't quote me on that but uh it was like play get your ball in the hole as fast as possible and they like all tee off and then they're like racing their golf carts down and then they're like people are like hitting the ball before it stops rolling people are like Picking up and dropping their ball, and like in the end, it was just like what happened. Like nobody knew, nobody knew the rules, nobody knew what was supposed to be happening. Actually, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like what is nobody? This? Knew.
1: Marshawn didn't know, and he's like one of the hosts. Yeah, he's like, oh, who won? And it's like, We're, we here's an official referee. He's like, okay,
0: wow. it's just such a weird, like it, like it's not really golf. I don't know if they're trying to get into live sports. It feels almost like okay. If you think of this as like a totally like new sport maybe but like if this was supposed to be golf like i feel like it wasn't even close yeah
1: i wish they had actually some less commentating and more just mic'd up moments uh because i mean i think on hole two lando norris disguise one like the top of the crown on his driver and it's like dude i wanted to hear like justin give him shit you know and ricky like just being so disappointed or something like that getting a reaction i think that would have been more interesting but um i will say joe damon i think he was pretty entertaining um and the other announcer was fine but yeah it's you know i'm sure they'll uh iterate on this and make it a little bit better uh yeah i I actually don't know how they did in terms of ratings but i'm sure we could figure that out in a week
0: i'm also curious like it was a basically a two-man scramble right and it was, like, one pro and one F1 driver. So, like, Frank, you pr- you may know out of us, but, like, how many sh- shots from, like, the drivers did they take? I feel like if you have a PGA Tour pro that you're playing with, you are pretty much going to take all his shots. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, I think on hole one, though, uh, I, to be honest, because I didn't finish watching, I think I, like, quit after hole three because uh, it was just that bad. But on hole one, they actually took Carlos Sainz, uh, his first drive. Wow. So out of the three holes I saw, one out of three. So, hey, how about that? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's like Tony now and he hits it like 350. And his partner, uh, probably, if he could slice it 220, that's, you know, a good thing. So, uh, you know, where the drivers came in, though, were the putts. You know, just gotta give them the line.
2: Yeah, I just don't know if this stuff, like, works. Maybe. Like, if I'm an F1 fan and I turn on Netflix to watch, you know, I'm a big fan of Lando Norris and I watch him, like, shank the ball around the golf course for a couple hours and then I hear about these, like, random golfers. Like, I have no idea who Justin Thomas is or Max Homa and they just hit a ball close to a hole. Like, I don't think I'm going to go watch golf after that. Maybe. Maybe there's a small subset of people, but maybe I'm just not in the business of watching random celebrities do things they're not very good at. And that's why I've never been super into like the match or was not intrigued to, you know, watch this Netflix thing, but it kind
0: of reminded me of like those shows, like, uh, uh, what's it called? Like, I'm blanking on the names, but like those challenge shows where you, like, you have like an obstacle course or whatever. And you have just like random people come and like, do this random thing and like random commentators just like kind of like that like some like athletic thing that you just do
2: yeah i mean i guess ninja warrior people love that show
0: yeah that's what i was thinking of american ninja warrior yeah
1: Yeah, maybe we're not the target audience uh have you guys heard of the show holy moly no (laughs) no no okay well it is actually uh, i don't know if steph curry hosts it but he's on this poster for it. he's definitely in the ads and it's basically uh like a putt-putt course and they just do challenges around putt course and it's been running since 2019 so maybe we're not the ones that they're trying to target right maybe they're just they just want casual golf fans it's like oh hey i see Devonte adams i see mark walberg i see uh patrick mahomes so i know those people and maybe I'm now a little bit more interested in golf and a little bit more interested in F1. And, you know, those two uh, I, IPs, right, like they're huge for Netflix and just for all of the companies that are associated with those. IPs. Yeah,
2: I think that's definitely it. I mean, it's not for us diehard golfers that actually care about, you know, what they're do- you know, on the, doing on a golf course and how they hit the ball and everything like that. It's very much just a. Throw a bunch of money at big name people and, and hopefully the casual fan will watch and pick up on it and continue watching.
0: I don't I don't know anything about F1, but was this connected to like the F1 event in Vegas at all? Or was this just like totally random?
2: I think it was a uh, good timing or like probably planned around that because the drivers were already going to be in Vegas for the race, which is coming up, I believe, this weekend.
0: November 18. Yeah. OK, uh, I guess like was it like a hype? hype event for that or was this like its own separate thing
2: i imagine it helped yeah a little bit but i think it was separate event but also you got some kind of just like you know spillover marketing for the event in vegas that's happening this weekend yeah yeah okay what was kind of funny is like most of the clips you saw you have that big uh sphere uh in vegas yeah like that you know how they (laughs) colored all yellow like the eyeballs and the face and everything it's just like looking around at you it's just mm-hmm. i don't know weird weird stuff
1: Dude, i love this sphere i think the sphere is sick uh i would love to visit it when i go to vegas they have really cool graphics about the netflix cup and uh basically anything you want up there well not what you want but what they want up there so it's pretty cool uh, there's a lot of videos of just the sphere looking at you when you, they hit you when you hit your t-shot and you know it's disappointed and i think it's just like such a funny reaction the first time i saw it Um, but i think it's like a
0: concert hall isn't it something like that i was uh when i was doing a job at treasure island uh one night they set off two full boatloads of fireworks in the bay and recorded the whole thing and they said that they were using it for the inside of the sphere they were like doing that at like big cities around the world and they were gonna like have some kind of like fireworks display or something. So, I know they've got other types of like productions and stuff too going on. Well,
1: yeah, that's our opinion on the Sphere and the Netflix Cup. So, uh the Netflix Cup, we didn't love it, but maybe you did, let's know. I want to talk about the TGL. All right. So, on a high level, are you guys familiar with what the TGL is?
2: At a very high level, but would be helpful for you to to explain it.
1: All right. Well, the first question I have is, do you guys know what the TGL stands for? I thought it was Tiger Woods Golf League. <laughs> Are you serious?
2: <laughs> the golf league. But then I heard it was also just a made up oh. three letter thing. What? Okay.
1: Well. The TGL stands for the Tomorrow Golf League. Oh, Tomorrow. Tomorrow Golf League? Yeah. Yeah, T-M-R-W, like the cool kids, how they do it. Uh, Because it's a league created by Tomorrow Sports, which is a venture formed by sports executive Mike McCarley and golfers Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy in partnership with the PGA Tour. So good start uh do you guys know what uh i mean i am just curious to how well you guys know acronyms now do you guys know what the
0: pga stands stands for professional golfers association
2: jesus bro <laughs> <What>? <laughs> we're on episode 98 of a golf podcast and we don't know what pga stands for <laughs> what
1: what 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 is this what does this stand for what does this stand for then
2: was aaron not correct <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just want to see if you were going to give another, no. oh, but you see, there's some, uh, there's some hesitation. <laughs> it, you pose that as a question. I
2: think the better question is what's the difference between the PGA and the PGA tour. That's something that most people don't understand or don't know. Cause I think it's the same. And like the PGA is the Professional Golf Association. That's golfers. like the association. It's actually golfers, by or the Golfers way. Association. Yeah. That's of like all the prof- like professionals, teaching professionals across the U.S. But the PGA Tour is like what you, where you watch all the pros compete against each other. And there's a bit of a difference there.
1: Oh, that is interesting. It's how like the PGA Championship isn't the same entity as the PGA Tour. Um, too much of a sidebar. All right, let's get back on track. <laughs> all right, what about last question? what about live what does live stand for uh
0: 54
1: okay well done yeah that was a trick huh. question it does stand for 54 the Roman numerals um but yeah the tomorrow golf League uh and it is a lot of just what what people call it simulation golf uh they're gonna be hitting it against a the screen they're going to be going to a dome and they're going to have like a chipping area and a putting area as well and so um you know just initial reaction to that right like they're gonna be playing indoors uh they're gonna be hitting into a screen sort of like five iron
0: like how competitive is it because i feel like simulators are not a hundred percent like sometimes you hit a ball and it doesn't pick it up so like what if it's like you know the 18th hole the tournament's on the line and rory just like bombs one and it just doesn't pick it up or it goes like oh 200 yards it's like no way that shot went 200 yards like what would happen
1: (laughs) oh my god that's so it's interesting to think about because there's been so many times when i've hit into a simulator and it's just like even though the light is red and it shows that it knows a ball is there it just doesn't pick it up yeah (laughs) hey they gotta get out the ref which is actually part of this um faq thing that the tgl website has uh you know created so uh well before we get into that the roughing um the format it's not stroke play it's actually i'm not gonna lie it's sort of confusing there's two sessions holes one through nine uh it's triples alternate shot so there's gonna be two different teams And each team are going to have three players, and they're going to be playing alternate shot, which is definitely a new format. And in session two, which is holes 10 through 15, not 10 through 18, they're playing singles, which is more just, you know, I don't know, more uh, familiar. But it's spaced out so that holes 10 and 13 is player one versus player one. Hose 11 and 14 is player two against player two. And host 12 and 15 is player three against player three. So I definitely could have done a better job explaining it. Maybe a bit, you know, a little bit more concise. But don't you guys... Okay, I don't want to bias you. But what do you think about the formats?
2: Well, I mean, it's, it's definitely different, right? It's team format. Um, and there's quite a few people involved. I think the alternate shot with three people is... Pretty out there, pretty different. Um who who are these players? Are they all like PJ tour players? Or um I would I think so, right? Because they're kind of running this and Tiger Woods and, and Rory are behind it.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of big names. Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Colin Morikawa, Wyndham Clark, Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, Xander. Uh and honestly, the list, list definitely goes on and on. Uh, but the roster is going to be of 24 PGA tour players and they're going to be into teams. Uh, (coughs) excuse me. And there are six different teams. Uh, let me pull that up. Uh, they are the Atlanta drive golf club, TGL, Boston, the Los Angeles golf club, TGL, New York, and TGL, San Francisco. Um, were. so that's actually five um but there's actually one more team that's unannounced and will be announced later this year
2: yeah it's pretty interesting i mean like live was trying to go for the team format but they weren't really tied to anything they were kind of just like made up teams and names and it was kind of hard to root for the different teams because like what was the reason other than maybe you liked a player or two i think it looks like TGL is taking a little bit different approach and tying it to cities. So at least if you're from that city, you're from San Francisco, like you probably are going to root for that team. But at the same time, if there's only six teams in six cities, I feel like there's a lot of the country that's kind of like, Hey, like why don't we get a team? Why should I watch this? Why should I root for, you know, Boston or SF or
0: whatever. Also, when you have a sports team in your city, like you get to go watch their home games, but isn't, Aren't all these matches going to be like in the some like Tiger Woods facility in Florida? I'm glad you asked because they're
1: all going to be played in the SoFi Center in Florida that's under construction right now. And breaking news November 15th, which is the day that we are recording this podcast, there's actually an article that says the dome of the TGL's SoFi Center in Florida has collapsed so good good start for the league so the sofi center will be a two hundred fifty thousand square foot venue that will accommodate approximately 1600 people on match nights um so yeah i mean it seems like it doesn't really make sense to me because aren't these players playing all across the country so do you expect them to fly after their sundays to florida every week um and like you said zach like why like there's nothing about the san francisco Golf club that i care about besides the name because i'm not going to see them like no one really gives a like there's no association with them at all there's no like fan nights i bet like there's no way they're going to be coming here and signing autographs
0: That's also like a good point of I didn't realize it was going to be a every week thing or I didn't even think about how it would like relate to just the normal like PGA tour. But like I feel like a lot of times players will like fly out to the course that they're playing next weekend and play some practice rounds and they have like a weekly routine. But now they're going to have to fly to all the way to Florida. Like what it like during the West Coast swing players are just going to fly back and forth to Florida like man seems like a lot
1: no oh, absolutely yeah it's uh, uh it is scheduled to start on tuesday uh, january 9th 2024 so it's really coming up and so it's really actually uh wow like concerning that the dome has collapsed today uh, given that we're like less than two months away um but i believe it's the first two weeks will be on tuesday and then it will move into mondays after that
2: Well, I'm sure they're getting paid handsomely to participate, Uh, and so flying back on a you know Tuesday or Monday or whatever when they're usually just kind of off practicing is not a massive deal. But I could understand where it's kind of like, yeah, you got to go do this other thing during the middle of the week, and you're not as focused on like playing in like Kapalua Tournament of Champions, which takes place in January or something like that.
0: Yeah, and it's just like
2: more flying. Which sucks. Private jets probably, which is makes it a little bit nicer. Probably. Okay. Yeah, a little nicer. I do think, I mean, the indoor format's pretty interesting. Like we've all tried out uh simulator golf before. And if you guys have seen pictures of what it looks like in this dome, the simulator's actually like the setup, you're hitting into a screen, but the screen's pretty far away. Like you walk into a five iron and it's, you know, you hit a ball and it's maybe ten feet, fifteen feet in front of you, but this screen is more like 30, 40 feet or something. It's also massive. And I think what's pretty cool is they're also playing off different types of uh, like grass. Like they're trying to use real grass. They're trying to use sand or rough depending on where you show up. So they have like these different places to stand with different types of uh, material on the ground that's supposed to simulate a more realistic experience. When I saw the pictures, my first thought was, you know, if this screen is like 30, 40, 50 feet away, I don't know how you hit a lob wedge unless the screen is incredibly high, like I feel like you're just gonna pop it up over the screen, or like if you shank one like there's <laughs> I mean these are pros obviously, but there's like issues with hitting the screen in the first place um I don't know, I guess I've been at Five iron too long where you walk in and people are missing the screen from ten feet away and and shank it in into the sides of the the different hitting bit or areas but I don't know what do you guys think of the setup feels like <sighs> It's kind of like
0: the Netflix Cup. Like it just feels like a different sport. Like you're just you just move to like the rough bay because you're in the rough and then you just move over to the the I mean, how do you putt? Are you, is there even putting? Do they have like a little putting simulator.
1: Uh, it's not simulated. They actually have a putting green. So, I don't know how it's going to work week to week if they're going to be changing the greens, but if they don't, then obviously the PGA players are just going to know every single like, slope and roll and speed. Uh, yeah,
0: and will they have like 18 different greens or they'll just have like a couple or like one big one?
1: Yeah, a lot of qu- questions
0: for me, actually. So I think part of why I'm interested
1: is just I want to see how this is actually going to turn out and work. And also, uh, side note, uh, there's actually the sixth team and it has been announced but it's actually juniper links golf club um so sort of inconsistent there the five other teams are based off cities this other one's uh, you know off a of golf club yeah it's just a hodgepodge of different things and uh they're dude i definitely feel like the and patch it's like oh this is a great idea we should do this and then once they get into the details it's sort of just you know let's make it up as we go because otherwise you know live golf is gonna kill us
2: is that a golf club based in florida yeah is
1: that okay yeah it sounds like it yeah
2: yeah i mean it's tiger woods putting it on so it's like hard to bet against tiger woods but also like as we discuss it right now it does sound very odd and like what's the point of it and i feel like what they're betting on is that these pga tour players have enough personality to basically carry this show because you're not really watching for the golf. You're just watching for like, you know, kind of like an in-depth behind the scenes. Like you get to see the real personalities of these players as they like walk around this, you know, make believe golf course on set or whatever, kind of like the Netflix cup where it's a lot of, you're always mic'd up and you know, you're talking about other things, but I just don't know if golfers are that like interesting or like, like the, the full swing on Netflix Relative to some of the other sports, um, like the tennis show or the F one show, I just feel like the personalities and the drama with some other sports tends to be a bit more exciting and interesting than than these golfers who are, for the most part, relatively mundane. Like, there's no, you know, uh, Marshawn Lynch in the golf world. Like, there's no one that's just like so off the cuff and like funny and hilariously entertaining.
0: Yeah, I feel like part of that is like the sport of golf because you also like grow up or just when you're playing golf out in the world like you generally have to have etiquette you have to like be quiet and so you kind of contain like I was uh listening to a, an interview Max Homa did uh, talking about like uh, the Ryder Cup and like his some of his like most pressure situations like that last putt he made and uh he was like talking about how he was so nervous he was like shaking he was like so emotional after but if you watch it like i mean he's kind of emotional but it's you know like an nba player hitting a three would have more emotions than that like in the middle of a game so it's just i feel like everyone in golf is just more like subdued and just like even keeled so i'm kind of with you i don't know how much that could carry a show
1: uh, also, just want to interject. I, I think I said Juniper. It's Jupiter Golf Club, which makes more sense. This source that I had is, yeah, actually has a typo. So uh <laughs> just want to correct myself. Go ahead, Zach.
2: Which I'm pretty sure that's the golf club that Tiger, Tiger plays out of, which, I mean, makes sense.
1: I think that just shows there's, oh, we're that trying to find sense. the sixth city. We couldn't find the city, and Tiger's just like, well, how about my golf
2: club? Yeah. Yeah, why not <laughs> just pick whatever city uh, that golf club is I mean that'd be I don't know. There's got to be a big pick Miami. <laughs> it's close enough, right? It's in Florida,
1: right? uh But yeah, Aaron, it's I can't imagine anyone caring like for the last putt. Just you know, like crying. Like if anyone cried during this, it would be such a. I mean, not a joke. Maybe they are really emotional, but I don't know if you guys watch college football, but this weekend, Michigan, uh, because coach harbaugh he had like the scandal and so he can't be there this the um interim coach came in and the post game interview he like cried and he's like this is for you this is like you know harbaugh's like my inspiration i just think like that's so over the top right it's, so i can't imagine i don't know adam i don't know adam scott probably doesn't cry anyways but uh like anyone else really caring about this it's just an exp- exhibition
2: yeah. I think it's going to be similar to live where people are showing up cause you know, they're getting paid and it's fun to play golf. But at the same time, yeah, it doesn't, there's like, it doesn't mean anything. Like who cares if you win the TGL league, like I, everyone there would rather have a master's green jacket than win the TGL. And like, I, I think inst- until something like that changes, this stuff is just going to be kind of, kind of meh.
1: Yeah. I, don't see how this is sustainable because these names have to be charging so much money um i mean it might it might be profitable maybe this is another case of hey this isn't for us this is for another crowd um if holy moly can get in that crowd you know maybe You know, what's to say this cannot? I mean,
2: maybe it's a lot cheaper to produce than we actually think. I mean, it's all done in one place, right? So you're not actually, you know, you don't have to like maintain a whole golf course. You just have to like keep a little studio together. And these guys show up once a week, hit golf balls for a couple hours and like all the camera crew stays there and whatnot. And I'd imagine, yeah, there's like a lot of kind of crappy TV out there, like crappy reality activity TV that must be making money. And so this is kind of just like another form of that. And then in addition, like it could grow the game for some of some folks that don't really want to watch, you know, four day tournaments uh, of like real golf, but they can watch it once once a night in prime time on whatever channel it's going to be on. And that could be that could be interesting. So I think, yeah, I think it's kind of just like we're the wrong audience for it.
0: I wonder, like now that you say that, like a reality reality tv like do you think this could be phrased like or i guess like portrayed in that sense like they have like interviews of like max homo on the side and he's just like he's just like like what were you thinking of this shot and like talking about like oh like my wife was there and then like brooks's wife was there and she said this and like it just got in my head and i just like and then the simulator didn't work, so I had to re-hit my shot, and it was just brutal. Like, <laughs> I could I guess leave I you at like that. a
2: cliffhanger. Next week, come yeah, back and find out that. if like Max gets in a fight with Brooks. <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Bryson comes back.
1: Oh man, that'd be pretty funny. All, all, the,
0: all the like cliffhanger music. Yeah,
1: I can yeah. see Max Homa <laughs> playing that part, though. Right? Like, I think there's some personalities that I would want to watch and. But there are so many that I would not. I'm like Matt Fitzpatrick, I love him as a player, but he's probably not someone who I'd want to like. He's probably not the most charismatic guy in front of a camera. Uh and I look at someone like I don't Patrick Cantley part of it. Patrick Cantley. Yeah, Patrick Cantley's on here. Not really someone that I would want to watch. Um, Lucas Glover is in there somehow, which is, I don't know, great, great for him. But there are a few highlights for me, at least. Kevin Kisner, I would want to see him. Uh, I want to see Billy Horschel. I think he's really entertaining. Uh, well, you know, obviously Tiger and Rory and Justin and uh, Taro Haddon, like they're really cool too. But for you know everyone else, it's just meh. And I don't know if they're willing to stir up the drama type of people either. <laughs>
2: I, I think it got picked, the media rights got picked up by ESPN. So I'd, I imagine this is showing, you know, primetime. I don't know if it'll be ESPN or ESPN2, like one of those. But uh, I think primetime golf could be kind of kind of cool. Like we don't really see it. Like most of the tournaments are, you know, East Coast and they're taking place during the day, at least here out on the West Coast. And like if golf was on at 7 p.m. and you're, you know, finishing up dinner or, or watching a little TV could be could be kind of fun to just like turn it on and i I feel like they're at least reaching an audience that doesn't generally get golf in front of them uh and also espn i think they show so much random stuff nowadays like so many things that aren't necessarily like real sports and so you know a simulator golf league kind of fits in <laughs> yeah that's a great point sometimes you flip it on and you see like puppies racing
0: and stuff and it's just like whoa okay espn anything that's competitive they'll throw it on yeah it
1: in terms of like the business model it might make a lot of sense because like you said it's not the pga tour having to go to various different golf clubs asking them to set out four days of their time uh, just so i don't know 128 different professionals can come and hack up their course and you know, drive all their members out. Now, I'm sure the clubs get some revenue from the PGA Tour, from all the, you know, ticket sales and the beverages and um, and all the food and merchandise and all that. But still, I'm sure that's a lot of uh, manpower, a lot of resources that needs to be undertaken in order to accomplish that. This is like, dude, 24 people just go there every Monday or Tuesday, hit some balls, get out. And I don't know what the payouts are. I'm not sure if that's been announced. I don't see it on their website. But I mean, I it might just be part of their like contract where it's just I don't know. It's more of like an NBA, NFL type of salary rather than uh, you're playing for. Uh, you know, first place, first place gets a bigger prize than second place or something like that.
2: It just feels like all these other golf things that are coming out right now where. I mean, Liv was obviously the big one. I feel like that's actually probably had the most success so far, but then you have all these other kind of mini non-golf related things like the match, which has been on, you know, four or five different times. This Netflix cup that was on this past weekend. Now you have TGL league dropping in like a month and a half and they're all obviously going after this kind of like casual golfer or new to golf. Type audience because golf is popping off and having a moment, and they're just trying to capture that ob- audience. But I feel like in as they're trying to capture this new audience, they're putting out content that's kind of kind of iffy and and not super exciting, especially for more of the diehard fans. And maybe that doesn't really matter to them because they just want to add like a few few new folks that will pick it up and watch it and be like, oh yeah, like okay, maybe I'll turn on you know the Masters on a Sunday or something and maybe that's considered a win, but at least for me, my opinion is I just don't find this stuff super interesting.
0: It is like, I, I keep trying to think if it being on a simulator is like a pro or con. And it's like, kind of interesting that thinking about like any other sport, I don't think you could actually like play it on a simulator competitively, but you can with golf. So it's kind of like, it's, it's cool that they're taking like this technology that we have now and just like creating another uh i guess way to play the sport that is more environmentally sustainable you know people talk about that and i don't know if it if it takes off it it would be kind of cool that it's just like a sport just completely transformed by technology
2: actually now that you bring that up esports is like massive you know people love watching mm, yeah. digital competitive experiences at least for video games and i know this is a little different because it's kind of like a combination of you know physical like hitting a golf ball but then it hops into the digital world but i mean what you said there Aaron, i was like yeah i mean people do watch this people watch people stream on twitch all the time playing like pj tour 24 or whatever it's called 2k 20. I don't know what the golf 2K24 game is. I'll put some respect yeah. on it. <laughs> the, that's, what, that's what the <laughs> golf game is called. Just 2k 20. Yeah. Okay. No,
1: no, 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 no. PGA Tour 2k 24.
2: Okay. Yeah. PGA Tour 2k 24. Well, people like watch gamers play that. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of an upgrade to watch Justin Thomas hit into a simulator.
1: <laughs> As someone who does visit Twitch and does, you know, watch streamers, it, I mean, that just means they got to be personable. Like the hosts have to be personable. The players got to be personable. uh, Because either you have to be really good, which I think in terms of simulator golf, it's hard to understand how good they actually are. Uh, Because, I mean, if if you play a game, it's pretty obvious. Like some of these actions are just so quick and rapid, but golf is just a slow sport in general. So, you know, the personalities, I feel like really has to carry this... uh, this uh TGL um but yeah Aaron I'll sorry I wanted to say do you think that down the road like maybe we're just underselling this but sort of like flag football and the NFL the flag football is going to be in the Olympics man so maybe what I didn't yeah, know that dude can you imagine like Tyreek Hill just like schooling some like Chinese teacher dude <laughs> yeah oh my god but maybe this is something where i initially thought that okay this would make sense if it was with a different cohort of players because uh like it feels like such a big time commitment for these pga stars that have a lot of obligations but if they create another league and you know build up another set of you know roster and celebrities and you know star players you know i thought that could have been a route but um i understand why you would want tiger woods there right to have that initial grab
0: because also like you know there's like the xfl and stuff like that where like nobody watches nobody knows any of those players so maybe they're trying to avoid that and and at least kick it off with a bunch of the top players in the world hey man the rock uh owns the
1: xfl i mean i think I think the xfl had its moment but uh it died for some reason um there were some innovations with it though that
0: people did like i would think going back to what you said zach about like relating it to gaming like i used to watch competitive like call of duty and and like counter-strike and games like that and it's like so interesting to hear because everyone's just like mic'd up i think and sometimes you'll just like listen in and hear them all like talking strategy and all their like call outs and everything and you can like feel the heat of it and i would think like if they were playing like a real course it would be interesting to like hear everyone everyone's thought process of all their shots and everything like like we kind of hear sometimes when like mics get close enough on like pro events or I guess PGA Tour events, but like it wouldn't necessarily apply at the simulator because there's no wind to account for. There's no like slopes. There's no, no. You just hit your shot. So I don't know. I I guess there could be something there at some point, but it might not apply to this.
2: But to your point there, Aaron, and you are you just brought it up, Frank. But I mean, I think it's it's so much of it's going to be can these golfers play the host and be entertaining. And like c- c- carry the conversation throughout the show, like beyond just hitting the shots, and like we'll kind of see what that, how that looks and how it actually plays out, and what actually makes it interesting.
1: All right, I just want to finish this off with some uh, additional details on this league. That, uh, man, it's, I mean, they're great details to know, but the way how it's like formatted in this uh, website is really funny because it seems like they're like huge features about this uh, format. So the, there's a like a point system uh, in terms of how the standings work. So it's not just wins and losses. You get two points for a win in regulation or in overtime. Um, yeah, so you could have an overtime, uh, which we could talk about a little bit. You, but you still get one point in a loss in overtime. overtime. You get zero points in a loss in regulation. There's also a postseason. Uh, so the top four teams. Out of six, sounds like a fancy football Just league where it's like most teams. <laughs> yeah, most people make the playoffs. Oh my god, that's actually so funny. You, you don't even get a first round bye if your team one and two. By the way, <laughs> um, so that's funny. Uh, but yeah, there's semifinals, there's a championship series, and then that's it. So it looks like there's two rounds before determining the champion. And there's a shot clock. Shot clock players will have 40 seconds to hit their shot or their team will incur a one-stroke penalty. Bro, Whoa. can you imagine having a
2: shot clock violation for a fucking simulator? Wow, yeah. Some people are going to feel that more than others. Do they get cat- caddies? Probably not, right? <laughs> Just like their team- teammates not to say. help them out. <laughs>
1: oh my god, I can't imagine. I can't imagine having cat. It's possible.
2: Uh, I mean, what would you need
0: a caddy for cuz doesn't the simulator like when you play a course doesn't it tell you like you're 157 yards from the pin and like here's the carry to the front of the green, here's back of the green. Like you have all the info there you just hit the shot to that distance. Yeah. You're right. Okay. But
1: uh, you know, continuing on. Let me tell you guys about this course. This course within the Sofi Center will be infused with various technologies and cover an area of approximately 97 by 50 yards which is roughly the size of a football field and that's pretty funny to think about because you know when you're at the driving range and you're like dude 100 yards is so short right but then you go to a baseball field it's like oh 100 yards looks sort of far um i guess it's uh not sure how i think about that right now but you know that includes the putting green as well so the actual like hitting to the simulator simulator uh zach mentioned uh is like 30 feet away um but yeah there's a short game and putting area which is basically four basketball courts worth of area um they're already trying to hype up each of the teams create your fandom baby uh cheese is this i don't know i don't know if i like this more or less than like the cliques and the crushers and the i don't know the other <laughs> live golf teams
0: do you think they'll make the putting green like where you can adjust it like so you can change the slopes up so it's not just like the same green that they're putting on every yeah week? i must
1: imagine i feel like i've seen that in colleges already uh, like i've seen some youtube videos like where they change the slope not necessarily the undulation, yeah. but the slope around so i think that would make sense and if it's real grass i mean you could have it razor thin for the championship match you know man so many questions yeah but i will probably tune in for the first one just out of curiosity uh but yeah that's i don't know i think it was fun to talk about this with uh you know two other golf fans and just it's not just me who thinks that this is absurd
0: yeah i i mean now i'm way more interested than i was before this conversation (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you everyone for
1: listening let us know if you are hyped for the tgl uh because hey who knows maybe you guys are seeing something that we're not uh or maybe we just hyped you up a little bit more like we did with aaron uh but anyways thank you for listening to this episode and we'll be back next week